0: Welcome to the 262 Podcast. I'm your host, John Lewis. The purpose of this show is simple. I've never been an athlete. Once upon a time, I topped the scales at 300 pounds, but now I'm on a journey towards health, towards fitness. In that spirit, I am resolved to run a marathon every year of my 30s. For what purpose? To what end? Let's find out together on the 262 Podcast. So what's the deal? Are podcasts over? Am I wasting my time here? Probably so. Um, nobody is going to listen to this and I'm shouting into the void, but I've never had a practice for physical fitness where I journal through what I'm doing. And I thought that this could be a good opportunity for me to collect my thoughts as I approach a goal. Um, I'm not exactly a stranger to fitness goals. About three years ago, I topped the scale at 300 pounds, and I resolved to lose 100 pounds because I thought that would fix everything, and it turns out that in some ways it did because... What I learned on that journey was that I could apply myself to a goal and that I could accomplish great things. I am currently down 120 pounds from that original 300 pound scale reading. But what I learned was it wasn't seeing 200 pounds on the scale that was going to fix me because actually I would feel like... I lost no weight at all looking at myself in the mirror and what my body looked like, not matching up with my conception of what I should look like after losing a hundred pounds, because for goodness sake, if you lose a hundred pounds, you should look good. And I didn't feel like I looked good. I felt good. Um, And I had learned how to apply myself. And I, through conversations with good friends of mine and with my wife figured out, okay, I've applied myself to this new practice and it has changed me in a lot of ways, not in ways that I thought it was going to, and it's changed me in ways that I never imagined it could, but I didn't really have any way of chronicling that in the moment. And I wish that I had been more fastidious about recording my thoughts either written down or, uh, in audio form. So what did I take away from losing hundred pounds? I took away that it's not about the number on the scale. I took away that it's not about what you look like in the mirror. I feel so much better now, and I have a much healthier relationship with food. And now almost on the flip side of that, if food is my input now I want to focus on my output and I've never been an athlete as you heard in that beautifully written intro um love a good intro to a podcast that so first of all this is going to quickly turn into a deconstruction of what I love about podcasts and a finely tuned intro not sure if we're going to do the cold open thing yet a lot of podcasts like a little pithy cold open and then the intro and then into the meat and potatoes um We'll see. You'll know if you're listening to this, if you heard a cold open with a funny little thing, maybe this will be the cold open. Probably can't do that. Probably too meta. I don't want to confuse people right out of the gate. Probably going to edit this whole part out, but wasn't much of an athlete growing up. Um, I was the kid who was the computer nerd. Um, I was the kid who read books and those two ideas, the athlete and the nerd, were diametrically opposed in my head from pop culture, from stereotypes enforced by my family and by school and all that jazz. Heard that story a million times. Um, so I thought, oh, I'm the smart kid. I don't have to be the jock because all the jocks are going to be working for me. haha. <laughs> Um, not a single jock under my employ at this moment, although I am a video editor, which is quite a nerdy job. So I've stayed in my lane and no jocks under my employ. I got the short end of that stick. Um, so anyway, not an athlete in high school, not an athlete in college. And then throughout my adult life, I guess you could say that I sort of... Uh, attempted to be the anti-athlete I was a very much a couch potato typical diet included over the course of a week several trips to McDonald's to get a McDouble a McChicken a medium fry a full octane coca-cola because I liked full octane coca-cola for goodness sake give me those 200 calories in a in a little cup and uh that was me I was not an athlete. Things started to shift, I would say, when my wife became pregnant with our first daughter. Um, It was impressed upon me that I should look into getting a life insurance in case something happened to me. And I had to do, you go to like this doctor and they do a, what is called a checkup and I had to get on the scale, and the blood pressure, and the whole bit, and, uh, blood pressure was high, scale was reading around 300 pounds, and I, for the life of me, haha, no pun intended, could not get life insurance, because my numbers were all bad, um, just bad blood pressure, bad weight, and, uh, That was a sobering moment. That and my dad had a heart attack at a young age in that time frame. And it just kinda, you know, sobered me up a little bit to the fact that I wasn't taking care of my body. I wasn't taking care of myself. And now, not only do I have a wife, but I'm gonna have this little baby girl. And uh, if something happened to me, then, well, first of all, I couldn't even get life insurance, so she's not taken care of financially, but the life insurance company was essentially saying, something is going to happen to you, and we don't want to pay out. So, um, I decided in those moments to make a change, and I didn't know what I was doing at all. So, I, uh, at work, was working with this muscle-bound, gorgeous bodybuilder of a man, Steven, And uh, coming to work, he'd have his chicken and his rice, and I'd have my leftover pizza uh, or hamburger or whatever and a bottle of Coca-Cola, high-octane Coca-Cola. And uh, I'm sitting around the lunch table one day, and I said, Stephen, if a man such as myself wanted to look like a man such as yourself, what would I have to do to make that happen? I want to do what you do. And he said, well, I would look at what you're eating and essentially cut your calories and we can figure out how to slowly do that. And um, what he recommended was I start by taking stock of what I was eating, getting the snapshot. And I'll never forget because I went home and I was going to eat some Oreos because I was a big fan of Oreos. And I go to write down what I was going to eat in the Oreos and the calories. And it was like, 120 calories for four Oreos. And uh, lo and behold, I was consuming like at least 4,000 calories a day. So I just cut that in half. And he said, That's not sustainable. And I said, Okay. I did a lot of things wrong to start off with the diet, did not listen to sound advice from him, from others. Um, so now I'm not a dietitian. I'm not a doctor. And I certainly wouldn't recommend you do what I did. But I cut my calories in half. And started on this journey over the next three years to lose 120 pounds. And I still have weight to lose in theory, but over the course of that time, adding some weightlifting, adding some, you know, monitoring my steps and trying to get my steps up, and starting to get into this deep dive of endurance athletes. Uh, Scott Jurek, Born to Run, the Ritual podcast, and was like, I'm just going to do it. I'm going to go out for a run. Never in my life has that ever seemed appealing to me. I was the kid who walked the mile and did it in 30 minutes. So when we did the presidential fitness exam or whatever, And it was, like, time to run the mile. I, like, anti-ran. Because you could walk a mile in, like, what, 15 minutes? And uh, I walked it in 30. I would time out. Like, they'd say, okay, gym class is over. And you haven't completed the mile. So that was my approach to running. Not a fan. And I don't know. I just got out and uh, started doing the couch to 5K thing. Because that's, I don't know, seemed like the thing to do got off my couch, ran, walk, ran, walk as they recommend and completed my first 5k. It was an ugly sweater 5k. And this was just a month or two ago now at this point. And I got the bug and I've been running and I love, I love it. And I want to see how much I love it. I've registered for a half marathon here in March just a couple months. And then the idea came to me, I'd like to run a marathon the year I turn 30. I'm 29 now. So in this year, in 2022, after June, which is when I turn 30, I want to run a marathon. And then this idea of like, okay, my 20s totally biffed it. From 20 to 27, I was eating McDonald's. I was doing the wrong thing. Um, what if So from 27 to 30, I got my act in order, lost the 100 pounds, started running at the very tail end of 2021, at the very tail end of my 20s. What if I used my 30s to really pursue fitness and health? And this idea to run a marathon the year I turned 30, well, maybe I should run a marathon when I turn 31 and so on and so forth. And uh, 26.2 miles, that's a marathon, times 10, 262 miles recorded uh, in race form over the course of my 30s just kind of sounded sexy. And then I wanted to document that. And uh, you're listening to the first effort of that documentation. So I don't know. It seems crazy. And it seems uh, dumb. It doesn't seem smart like I should just focus on the half marathon and if I like the half marathon then do the marathon I think I'm gonna like the half marathon though and I think I'm gonna do the marathon and if I'm gonna do those things then my mind gets a rolling and just like when Steven said you should count how many calories you're doing first and then cut the calories I was like no way I'm just gonna do it so this is kind of my you know leaping before I look situation of I want to be documenting my process. I wish I had done that more with the weight loss. Sort of glad that I didn't because I made a lot of mistakes. And I'm sure over the course of this podcast, we'll talk about my mistakes. But I think that this is an opportunity for me to make those mistakes in real time. Um, be able to look back and say, here's what I was thinking at the time, and here's what I would do differently. Maybe participating in this community of podcastery and runnery, I think it'll be good. I I just, I have that hunch that this is what I need in this time. And so, yeah, this is uh, step one of a 10-year podcast. That you're listening to the inaugural episode of. Congratulations uh, to you for being a part of this crazy journey. Um, You're welcome. No, but in all seriousness, I don't expect this to gain much traction. uh, Because as I said in the beginning, I think podcasts are over. So I don't know. Uh, But this is easier me, I can wrap my head around this more than I can, a running journal. So here's what my running journey has been like so far. As I said, did the couch to 5K thing, did that ugly sweater 5K. That was kind of incredible. The race day atmosphere, being there with my wife, with my kids. Uh, I ran it with my sister and my sister-in-law. So my mom was there, my in-laws were there. Everybody was there. It was just this beautiful familial atmosphere. And I didn't know what my time would be. I had wanted to do it in under 30 minutes, um, but didn't have any concept of if that was possible, if I could do that. And I did it, I did it in 28 something. um, And I feel really, really positive about having gone from my couch to doing a 5K. And doing it in that amount of time, under the amount of time that I said I wanted to do it in, was just a great feeling. And so I've just kind of been pursuing that and getting some mileage in over the uh, interim weeks between right now and uh, that 5K. And um, yeah, I mean, the longest I've run at this point in time is five miles. So half marathon, 13.1 miles, I'm confident that I can do it, that I can get there, but if I'm setting, if I'm thinking about that audacious goal of I wanted to do the 5k under 30 minutes, I would love to be able to do the half marathon in as close to uh, two hours as I can. If I think about that 10-minute mile, that seems to be my pace. Um, so that's like, what, two hours, 10 minutes if I do it in uh, that amount of time or in that pace. So I don't know. I don't know if that's possible. But I am following uh, or I'm going to start following tomorrow. I've I've started it. But Monday is a rest day. So that's... Uh, How You Cheat the System. I completed my first day. I rested. But Hal Higdon's uh, novice one half marathon training. I like Hal. I don't know Hal, but I've read his books, a number of his books. Um, Just so far, um, he has a half marathon book and a marathon book. I've gone through both of them uh, and he seems to know what he's doing. For goodness sake, he's been... He's he's just the giant. If you are new to running, Hal Higdon is a name you will come across a lot. So why not? I'll do his program for my first real post-couch to 5k program. And today was a rest day. And tomorrow, if I go over to, pardon my clicks, um, his three-mile run tomorrow, which I've done a number of times. I'm extraordinarily capable of doing a three-mile run. I'm excited about a three-mile run um, because I, I don't know, 30 minutes. Just get out there and breeze it. Uh, So I'm just, I'm excited to do that first three-mile run and to cross it off the calendar. That's going to be real nice. And I'm going to try and check in with you guys like once a week. I think that'll be good. Monday's a rest day. Maybe Monday will be podcast day. And I'll just get on here and talk to you how last week was so no last week just the last three years of my life in this journey and I'm sure we'll get more into food and all that stuff um, because that seems to be my zone where I feel comfortable right now is maintaining this weight loss and like I said maybe pursuing more weight loss but not in that sort of bodybuilder-ish way not that you know if that's your bag that's cool um, I'm just trying out new bags. I'm trying out endurance, and uh, yeah. Thank you. If you if if somehow you stumbled across this and you're listening to it, thank you for listening. And I, I don't know. I have a good feeling about this. I feel excited, not only for the process of starting to become a runner, but the process of starting to record my thoughts in this way. Even just doing this has been sort of like, this stuff has been jumbled around in my brain and I'm sort of able to make sense of it as I'm talking to you about it. So uh, thank you for being there. Even if right now I'm pretending that you're someone real listening to this, I hope someday you become real and you're actually listening to this. But until then, I am real as far as I know. And uh, yeah. Happy running, and I'll see you on the next one.